What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Mexican Asiati Podcast. We are about to start the second segment of... The Weekly Ape Tapes! <laughs> That's right, and uh, today we have with us... Donnie! What's up, everybody? This is uh, Hugo, Big Juice. This is Anthony. And this is the Mexican Asieti, JJ Torres. Welcome to another episode of the Mexican Asieti podcast and uh, the second segment of uh, the weekly ape tapes. Um, Big Juice wasn't with us last week, but uh, we finally got him on. And to be honest, man, after we got all these uh, songs in and everything, um, I've listened to them a few times and they get better, better and better each time. Yeah, they're, uh, they're just songs I've been listening to a lot lately, so I figured why not start it off that way. Yeah, Donnie, you, yeah, uh, man, you sent over some fucking, some kickers, man. Yeah, you were, you're, you're feeling that? Oh, yeah, they, uh, they made it to my, uh, my throwdown mix real quick. Bethany was, was oh, digging on them, too. I had a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that made it to yeah. my, uh, my sensual playlist pretty quick. Oh, I would imagine so. Yeah, man, yeah. So, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll start with the, well, first of all, how the hell has has everyone's week been, man? We'll start with you, Donnie. Uh, it's fucking sucked, man. It's been really, really busy. We've had a convention in-house right now that's extremely demanding. It's like a self-marketing kind of thing, and. Everybody just walks around with, like, a lot of bravado and money that they don't have and just assholes. And the people that we're hosting for have everything get stopped to make their custom shit. So, you know, it's a little frustrating. Yeah. What about you, Big Juice? It's been long as hell. Getting used to this graveyard shift and uh, working 12 hours of overtime this week. It's oh. just been, you know. So what were you working before? Swing shift, you know. Oh, okay. But you would rather you'd rather yeah. do you'd rather do graveyard, right? Yeah, just getting used to the shift again. This taking me a while. Yeah. Well, I think uh, once I leave the temp agency and actually get hired by Starbucks, I think they're gonna send me to the night shift. But this is my first week working at the warehouse, man, and it's fucking crazy working with this many people and this kind of a. Big ass warehouse, but it's been it's been good. Um, we're working ten hour shifts, uh, four tens. But then some days, once I make my uh, my twelve hours, I'll be make or once I make my my certain amount of hours or thirty days, I'll be working uh, twelve hour days. So, but uh, it pays good. You get all the fucking coffee you want, and uh, yeah, just stay busy, man. It's been it's been good. Yeah, I'm, I uh, actually had a pretty awesome week myself because last week was ridiculous, as you guys know. And then uh, I finally got over the cold, and it wasn't super busy at work, so it was pretty awesome. I actually, yeah. had the, these songs were uh, I, I had them that playlist that Hugo made, and and they repeated throughout the week. It was actually it was cool little cool little playlist for the week. Yeah, Still on it. It was a big range of sounds, and I was digging the hell out of it, man. Oh, yeah. All of it. All of it was great. Oh, for sure. And uh, just like uh, like Hugo said, man, he uh, 
he was going to come in and fuck things up and kind of <laughs> mix it up a little bit. And I really dug it, man. All your songs were, uh, were pretty cool. I think this week we'll end up going one song, uh, one song by each person and then go back and we'll do one for one for one, you know? So, um, yeah. We'll so on that, on that note with Hugo throwing in the mix and, you know, jumbling us all up, I actually almost threw in an, an Italian song myself and then I figured Hugo would probably pick Andrea Bocelli. I thought he was going to do the, the one with Ed Sheeran, but, um, I, I refrained from doing an Italian song, so. Maybe next week. Don't hold back, man. <laughs> gotta, gotta keep the spice. Get the variety in there. And the variety, I think uh, when it comes to variety, I think I, uh, I kind of stuck more to the metal side and, uh, with two of my songs anyway, they were kind of on the heavier side, but I never heard of those two bands at all. Um, when I heard those songs come out of nowhere and it just kind of like locked me right in, man. Uh, we'll get more into details about that stuff, but, uh, since Big Juice, you're, uh, you're the new one here, uh, we'll have you start with your first pick. Uh, which song do you want to review first? Um, can you start with, the Alejandro Fernandez song first? First of all, I had no idea that, you know, he had a son, you know, and this is Junior, right? Yeah, it's Junior. Yeah, it's Junior, and, right? uh, the only reason I even found out about this was because anytime there's a Grammy show or uh, Oscars or something, there's always some performance that pops up on social media a lot. You know, people are talking about it. And uh, a couple weeks ago, they had the Latin Grammys, and Vicente Fernandez, Alejandro Fernandez, and, and then Alex Jr. all performed together. And that's the only reason I even found out about him, and I looked him up, and... That's how I found out about the song. He, the whole album that he has, he has one CD out. It's actually pretty tight. I I enjoyed the song very much, man. It made me want to dive into everything else that he was going on with, and uh, yeah, I ended up finding some other music I dug. Hey, uh, be- before we go on, hey, Juice, are you walking around or are you in one place? I'm in one place. All right, cool. Yeah, you just yeah, kind of uh, skipped out there for a little bit. I'm not sure if you guys heard it on your end. Yeah, clear. All right, cool. Now, just making sure that it's, it's not like a, gl- a glitch in the matrix. <clears throat> but uh, but but keep going on. Uh, this is the first time I've ever heard of him, and I heard uh, definitely his dad and his voice, but then there was a couple times that he, uh, do I dare say, I think he might have the, he might, might have the range of, uh, of Chente, man. I don't know. Yeah, there was, when I, when I first started listening to him, I was like, it's one of those things where you're like, okay, cool, you know, even if his dad retires, just like Vicente retired, there's someone who can carry on that legacy where you're like, all right, cool, you're not missing out on any more music because they're still, you know, passing it on, I guess you could say. Yeah, as far as the family genetics go, man, it's safe to say that uh, they got the pipes to go for days, man. Oh yeah, totally. Um, I'm not sure uh, how many albums does he have? Any albums out or? Yeah, he's he's got the one album right now. It, it, he released it like around the same time as that Grammys performance, which was probably pretty smart, you know. 
Oh, yeah. It's a good uh, PR stunt to oh. perform with his grandpa and his dad. Oh, definitely. Everyone's like, oh, shit, what's going on with that, you know? Yeah, it definitely made me look him up. And, yeah, the whole the whole album overall is pretty good. It sounds a lot like Alejandro Fernandez Sr., you know? Well, yeah, for, good for him. Well, yeah, I mean, the song right away just starts off with the whole mariachi fucking sound and... You're just like, oh shit, here you go. And it threw me off because, like, when I saw the, uh, on... who's opening up rappers? Damn it, it's fucking loud. <laughs> um, but when when it first all started out, um, I thought it was you know Alejandro Fernandez or whatever. I didn't know there was a junior. I mean, they they pretty much look alike, you know. Um, yeah. But the sound, it just it, it sounded like a little bit different, you know, and it was uh. It was good. Uh, every now and again, Chente there or uh, Alejandro Fernandez will, will pop up on my Spotify, and I let it play and stuff, you know. And uh, just throwing it out there, juice. I understand what the fuck they're singing about. Okay, I'm not as whitewashed as you say, <laughs> asshole. Hey man, no one said that. <laughs> no, juice says it all the time. I say it all yeah. the time. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he's, he's always talking shit. That's funny because that, that was my exact same thought too. I thought it was the dad and so I saw it. I was like, why does it say Alex? Like, why did you go put it under Alex? But then I listened to it. I was like, oh, yeah, it's, it's not the same. Yeah, it's not the same. It's not the same guy. <laughs> it's not the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's funny. I was watching an interview that he did and where they were talking about how his voice sounds a lot, a lot like, like his dad's. And he says, like, he never wanted to sound like his dad, but the doctors told him, it was inevitable with his genes and hanging around his dad all his life, you know, that it was inevitable that his singing style was going to be very similar to him. And he just decided to go with it. Well, definitely, uh, it definitely is, man. I guess I'm, uh, definitely excited to, to see what's up. Um, but there's definitely been a, uh, just to kind of stick on the whole mariachi old school kind of like sound or whatever. There's been talks. For uh, at my wedding, there might be a couple, a couple guitar players walking around straight once upon a time in Mexico style playing guitar at the wedding. So. What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it wasn't my idea, but I'm down with it. We're gonna get some chingon going on in there. I might. Yeah. I might. Yeah, I'm. I'm on it. Where it, there's been talks about. It. I mean, this this idea was brought up by. Uh, by Bethany, or not even Bethany, probably her her grandmother and then uh, her mom, and then uh, I kind of been going along with it, you know. Some fucking Malagueña Salerosa is gonna be. Oh, there. you know we're all gonna be singing. You know we're all gonna be singing. The tequila's gonna uh, be flowing. Yeah. And we're all gonna oh, be singing. Shit. <laughs> Shit's gonna get out of fucking control fast. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be a good night, man. But yeah, it's uh, it's kind of funny. So I've been listening to a little bit more uh, Chente here and there, you know. I definitely uh, brought up some uh, some of uh, Robert Robert Rodriguez's uh, little tracks here and there with Chingon and then just his other stuff that he does solo with uh, Desperado and stuff. And Bethany's down for it, you know. As long as it's like nothing, as long as it's not all banda and shit, you know, it's got to be, it's got to be just chill, like guitar, you know. Yeah, chingonified, you know. But uh, but yeah, I'm sure there's gonna be a bunch of us, arm in arms, just singing our asses off, you know. 
That's stoked. Can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Um, so, on that note, the whole wedding thing, we got two of my groomsmen on the line here. We got Donnie and, and Hugo. Um, yeah, man, Anthony, Hugo beat you out because he's uh, the eldest of, out of all the brothers, man. But, you know, we're all we're all one and the same, man. Yeah, yeah, whatever. You already said I was going to be a groomsman. Now, now you're taking it back. Oh, stop Yo. it. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> Get him. Got to go by, got to go by ranking. I got to go by ranking. <laughs> got to follow the tears. <laughs> well, just, just a warning now. Next week's songs are going to be all emo and, and sappy little crying things. So thanks. <laughs> see, see what you did. Either, either that or fucking pissed off fucking songs, you know. Corey Taylor, I was, I was, Corey Taylor slitting throats and fucking wounds. <laughs> Anthony, are we trading? Because I'm the one that's been fucking bummed out lately and shit. Well, with this, with this bombshell, I'm not going to be a groomsman anymore. So oh, are trading. stop it. <laughs> you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Weekly Ape Tapes. Breaking hearts. <laughs> unedited. Unedited. And, uh... Ununcensored. No emotion is safe. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, but all right, so next, uh, next song, next song. Let's go to, uh, to Anthony, your first, your first song. Uh, so my first song I think I'm going to do is, uh, Tokyo Scott Paradise Orchestra. Yeah. Yeah, that, um, that was probably the first song I listened to this week. And like I said, I had a pretty good week and I was in a good mood. And if you hear the song, it's just like all uppity and it's Scott, you know, it just, makes you want to move so it was a it was a pretty good choice easy choice for this week as soon as uh we ended the the car last week we started saying like we already knew what songs we were gonna pick and told donnie how to wait until wednesday and i was like yeah but i already know my first song is gonna be this week too so um yeah it was an easy pick <laughs> um i first saw the picture when i when i uploaded it on there on uh spotify and i'm like oh shit this band straight yeah. up fucking makes Slipknot look like they don't have enough fucking bandmates, you know? <laughs> yeah, these guys are fucking awesome, too. Um, the, the first time, the only reason we heard them was uh, we were at the Formula One races in Texas in 2012, my um, Uncle Hector and I. And we're, you know, we get to a hotel and we just turn on the TV and it was on this uh, Japanese channel. And the the thing that caught our ear was the interviewer was talking to him and they're like, how'd you guys know when you made it big? And, um, the, the main dude was like, we played a show in Mexico and you know, the first couple songs we, we played, all these people from Mexico were singing along and they didn't know what they were singing along to. But yeah, after listening to it three times, I was doing the same thing. Yeah. And they're like, that's, that's when we knew we made it big when all these Mexicans were singing along to us and we're singing in Japanese, you know, and uh, that was that was a pretty solid interview, and we're like, what? So we looked them up right then and there, and that was, uh, yeah, they're they're awesome. No, they're pretty badass, man. Fucking uh, at the at the beginning part, they have like the whole kind of anthem, kind of singing along to. But then, as the song goes on, man, it gets more epic, you know. Yeah, it gets and more like, more ska, more skyy, and just it gets way more epic. 
Um, yeah. And they did, it's, it's catchy. It's definitely catchy. Right. And they also have kind of like a little tiny rap verse in there that was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, when they have their, uh, their first uh, breakdown, or it might be the first, but about three minutes in, man, I was like really kind of skanking around the fucking room when I heard it. It was fucking funny. Yeah. I was kind of paint. I was painting over at the uh, the house that we're moving into, just looking at different paints we're gonna paint, and then like it kicked in, and I started skanking all over the living room. It was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's that's pretty awesome because that interview that they were doing, I think they were playing a show with Maldita Vecindad, and that's oh you know, damn, the Godfathers of Mexico. Yeah. yeah, you know, and that's that was one of my picks last week, so. It, it just went it, it went well yeah and then uh, it just the the song evolves throughout the entire song you know from like the breakdown and then uh, they kind of go into like a cruising kind of a vibe about 4 minutes 50 seconds in you know but then like you get the classic uh, the ska rebuild up into the um, the verse where they're like one, two, three, four, boom you know it's fucking awesome get all the horns dropped in yeah exactly yeah 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 that song took me by surprise, uh, but I really enjoyed it. It was nice. I like I like the beat. I like how fucking energetic it was. It was definitely a feel good song. Yeah, the, and I mean these guys have been around forever, and everything they've put out has been awesome. Like, I I think thirty percent of my music on my phone is strictly Tokyo Ska. So yeah, they're 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 great. Come on, Juice, you're the oddball here. What do you got to say about it? I'm just saying you guys talk, you know, that's how I am. I, I'm a listener, but uh, I, I, no, I hella liked it. I was, I, was at, I was at work when I first heard it. I was, you know, hella tired. It was like four in the morning. and It picked you right back up, right? <laughs> literally, one of the only things that I wrote down about this, I was like, it literally makes you want to break shit, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Don't Not got the funny thing, the, I was just going to say, the funny thing about that was uh, Hugo and I had our, our private conversation ourselves, and he's like, dude, I can't find that, that Korean song. I was like, what do you mean Korean song? It says Tokyo Sky right in the, right in the thing. <laughs> was, I was like, yeah, I, I was telling Kim, like, you know, I always tell Kim how smart Juice is, and he's one of the smartest dudes I know, and then he goes and says something like that, and it cracked me up. They're from Tokyo, Japan. You got to say it from Diaphragm. <laughs> um, no, but that was a solid, a solid picket. That one kind of threw me by surprise. Um, but then after, you know, looking back, you've been on this whole Scott Punk kick, you know, and uh, it's awesome that the that you found this foreign group that just, you know, they they uh, they ended they ended or they, the way they built that song up was fucking perfect, and the way they ended it too was pretty good, man. So I was glad that you threw that in there. It was it was great shit. Yeah, I I, uh, I think my favorite part of it all is the doorkeeper part where he goes, "Ladies and gentlemen." Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I actually wrote that in my notes too. Yeah, yeah, that was fucking great. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm very much looking forward to plugging that into my fucking ska mix. No, it, it it already made it into mine. I got a ska punk mix, and that that definitely made it in there. Um. 
But that's something new because usually all I have in my ska punk mix and it's pretty mostly filled with voodoo glow skulls. You know, it's fucking... Those guys are... Uh, well, that's, a, that's a good go-to, man. Oh, fuck yeah. Voodoo glow skulls are the shit. But they don't get enough credit, man. But uh, that, that'll be for a different a different note. Um, I'll go ahead and jump ahead here and then Donnie, you can end with one of yours. Um, but, uh, I'm going to go with this band that I never heard of, but, uh, Bethany, she, uh, I guess she, she, she's heard of them before, but they're called, uh, Born of Osiris and the song's called, uh, The Accursed. And to me, it just, uh, they're kind of a different sound, you know, um, they kind of fit into that whole metalcore kind of, a kind of a feel, but just, uh, yeah, my notes, it's just, to me, it was just a different sound, man. It uh the breakdowns, the guitar work, and everything was was pretty cool. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, interesting uh, here. Um, I think my first thought was um, it kind of sounded like uh, Dragon Force. There was a couple parts that reminded me of them. And I, I thought it was kind of dorky at first, and I, it took a while. But once I heard it a couple times through, I was like, oh damn, these these dudes are actually pretty damn pretty damn good. Yeah, they're talented. I was stoked yeah. that you picked this because I like Born of Osiris. I really like the album Tomorrow We Die Alive. What was it called? Uh, Tomorrow We Die Alive. Okay. That one's a really good one. Uh, from that album, I would say the song The Illusionist the one that sticks out for me. Okay. But I know that these guys are really, really fucking kick-ass. So I was, I was surprised. I was like, oh, shit, dude, Welcome. Welcome. You sound like if... Uh, feeling a lot. You just sounded like uh, if a second char- uh, character entered in Mortal Kombat or something, you know? <laughs> that's that's kind of how I felt. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Um, yeah, man, I, I've never heard of them before. Maybe I have, and I just didn't really pay attention, but... Yeah, they uh, yeah, they kind of got me by surprise there, and I really enjoyed it, man. That's like the only notes that I have on it was just different sound and just the uh, yeah, good good vocal range too, and then the breakdowns are pretty cool. Yeah, see, that's one of the only things I didn't like. I'm not a huge uh, scream guy, you know, so I like the music a lot. Uh, the music was pretty tight, but uh, the vocal thing, you know, I'm not a screamer, screamer type of guy, so that was the only thing I wasn't big fan of but uh other than that i actually like the, the instrumentals if it was just the instrument by itself i would definitely put it on my playlist but the screaming to throw me off you know yeah hey juice are you talking through your phone or through headphones uh through my phone because my headphones sucked it was sounding hella hella bad when i was talking to these fools oh okay well just try and keep your your mouthpiece off your cheek it's all right. No, I'm just, yeah, I'm just, it sounds like sometimes when you talk, it, it kind of comes up, but I can hear you clearly, but just over the recording, it sounds kind of, kind of weird. Uh, like there's a couple parts where I thought Donnie and, uh, and Anthony sounded really good, but it sounded kind of like muffled up, but I'm just throwing it out there. You might not be doing anything. It might just be our connection, but it still sounds okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause uh, it, I don't know. I, I hear some echoes over there on, on your guys' part too. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll, connection yeah, we'll have to, uh, we'll have to, uh, figure, figure, figure that out. But, uh, let me take a quick minute here to cut in before Donnie says his, uh, music stuff. 
for anybody listening out there, if you got a, a business, if you have um, anything you want us to shout out, you know, we're looking for some sponsorship. Um, if you guys are listeners out there, it'd be great if we got a little bit of sponsorship. I could buy some microphones and all of us could, uh, you know, sound a little bit better and be more entertaining for you guys. I know it's a little difficult hearing over uh, some messed up recording, but uh, yeah, I'm looking for sponsors out there. Um, if you got mic- mics that you want us to try out, send them out to us. We'll be happy to try them out, plug them into our phones, into our computers, into our laptops. The Mexican Ass Yeti podcast and the Weekly Apes Tapes is definitely looking for uh, any kind of help or any kind of advertisement we can get to help you guys out as well. So just throwing it out there. And on that note, Donnie, let's hear your first uh, song. You sent four out to us, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You sent a two for this week. Yeah, two for. And I'm going over mine in the exact order that they need to be going in, which is probably around here. Yeah. So first off, we got Between the Sea and Sky by Kardashev. Uh, they're a group from Tempe, Arizona. And uh, this is very much how I've been feeling like a good amount of the week is pretty fucking angry. So I was like, all right, well, I need, a, <laughs> I need something to shake the funk. And I really enjoy these guys because uh, they got a balance between like a lot of melodic instrumentals and then... You know, they'll, they'll balance it out harmonically with their vocals, but then that dude's got a really good deep growl, so it's a little bit of all of it. I uh, know, uh, sure. definitely. I got one little note here, but uh, I got a special guest who just came in. She wants to say a quick hello. hello. Uh, Bethany, say hi. Hi. Hello. Hi, Bethany. How are you guys doing? Oh, you know. You know. Fantastic. Yeah, How are you doing? Lovely. <laughs> so, Bethany just... Uh, Made this awesome dinner tonight. It was a what? Uh, chicken Toscana. Chicken Toscana. It was fucking... Italia. <laughs> Italia. Oh. It was really good. Yeah, it was oh, really good. shit. Yeah. We get down to some gourmet shit here uh, every this once in a while. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I noticed uh, from your last cupcaking that you were, uh, you know, really applying yourself in the kitchen there. Susie? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we cupcake a lot over here. Cupcake, cheesecake, cheese, what's it called? Cheeseburger, cheese 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 <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, <clears throat> back to your song, Donnie. So, with, with Donnie's song, I, every time it came up on the playlist, because, like he said, it was angry, I kept thinking it was your song, JJ. <laughs> I was like, this is totally something JJ would pick, and then once I went through it, saw it in the messenger, I was like, oh yeah. It's Donnie's song. <laughs> so, the notes that I got down on this, guys, was, uh, it's, it kind of had, uh, at some parts, a perfect circle kind of a feel to it. You felt like that? A couple parts. A couple parts is the, the, uh, the ambiance of it. Like when the, when the guitar starts swelling and soaring. What was that? I said, like when the like when the guitarist started like kind of doing like the sore, like the arching sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but this one, um, now this one uh, would go down. I know Donnie. Donnie definitely knows this phrase plenty of times from uh, certain songs. But uh, I guess this would be out of the context that we would usually use. But this one hit me right in the fucking feels, and not emotionally like some other songs. But this one just like. As a 
our good uh nah, I'm not gonna say like he's our good friend or anything, but our good friend Lars Ulrich would say this really makes my dick hard listening to it. <laughs> I try to pick music that'll reach into you, man. <laughs> oh, trust me, Grammy deep down, I know Hugo's like, what the fuck? But that's what Lars says whenever he fucking hears something he really likes. It really makes his dick hard, so. I did fucking warn you that shit was going to get weird. I was going to take you places, so oh. I was not joking about well, that. You, you it took did me, not get as weird as I thought, though, Donnie. You took me places. Oh, no, no. You took me places. This is the beginning, dude. Yeah, but you took me yeah, places. Like, when I was painting the fucking a drift of mist gray paint on the wall, ooh, I was thinking some bad fucking nasty thoughts, man. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> no, but uh, but uh, to me, man, what really what really stood out, and I don't mean to cut in front of Hugo here, but uh, at about two minutes ten seconds in, the breakdown really fucking punches you right in the fucking face, man. Oh, great. Yeah. And then shortly after that, or no, it actually goes t- uh, from two minutes ten seconds to uh, two thousand or two thousand uh, two minutes eighteen seconds. The vocals fucking breakdown just fucking kicks in, man. Fucking huge. Now imagine listening to that as you're watching the sunrise. Whoa. Oh, take it easy. <laughs> take it easy. I'm just saying, man. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely one of those moments. I was like out for a walk. I was like, all right, man. This <laughs> out for this a is a great. <laughs> you said that so like, nonchalantly. Oh, just out for a walk, and all of a sudden, boom! I got punched in the face. My dick got hard. I was like, wow, the sun rising. This is fuck yes. <laughs> and then I was like, it's all going to go downhill from here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Juice. I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, no, uh, I was just agreeing with Antoine on the part where he said, I thought this was your pick until I looked at, looked at the playlist and realized I'm the, uh, Donnie's the one who put it on there. Uh, it just sounded like something you would pick. So... Funny one yeah. from like <laughs> from all chill music to to Kardashev and that was that what threw us off. <laughs> no, I knew I knew I knew that the noise was about to be brought onto us, dude. I knew it. Yeah, but you also knew it wasn't your own song. No, for sure. No, no, no. <laughs> when, when Donnie when Donnie sent this out, there was like two other songs like that we'll, we'll we'll cover that. Yeah, I was just like, all right. I was uh. I was having a good time. So what else? What else stood out about the song to you guys? Because like I, I'm in detail here, man. About two two minutes ten seconds in, you know, the breakdown really, really, uh, really like I said, punched me in the face. And the vocals when when that dropped, it was uh, it was pretty awesome, man. Kidding. See me? <laughs> nothing. No notes. Nothing. No details. I I, I stand by. It. I freaking love the layering. I already said everything I have to about it. Uh, all right. Well, alrighty then. <laughs> <laughs> we were all stumped by this one. <laughs> Fuck with me. I I got the details, man, and you don't want to know. I, you don't want to know what else happened. <laughs> Let's just say that all three of your songs made it to my Throwdown Central playlist because sometimes you know things get crazy, and it's just the way it goes. Yeah, I don't blame you, man. 
there's a couple times where, you know, I had to sit there and take it easy before I started yelling, you want this chunk? Do you want some chunk, chunk? <laughs> you were on the fucking hunt, huh? <laughs> you, 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 as Mr. Christopher Walken would say, you don't want to know. Well, I'm gonna have to send you uh, some more playlists over then. <laughs> Help you out, man. <laughs> sort you out, man. Someone's gotta get it. <laughs> Who's next, man? Well, pick one. It's back to Hugo. Oh yeah. Round and round it's we go. We, it's funny that we go from Donnie's, you know, crazy, crazy music to my next song, which is like the chill. You know, it was almost jazzy type song, you know, the R&B, the IDMYL song, I, uh, the reason I picked the song is, uh, so this artist was on, uh, American Idol back when we used to watch it, you know, five, ten years ago, and, uh, I completely forgotten about this guy, and then me and my friend were actually talking about Maxwell, another, like, super falsetto R&B singer, and uh, yeah, the, the he has a song called "This Woman's Work," and uh, this guy, the, the artist from this song, does a really good cover of it. And uh, I, I got thinking about like, oh, I haven't heard anything of this guy in a while. I wonder what he's been up to. And uh, he has this album on Spotify. And I just really got into it, started listening to it a lot, and I really liked the song. Uh, but again, I'm, I'm more of a chill dude, so that's why I picked, you know, some lower song. I really dug this fucking song too, man. Uh, I would definitely say it is a very big shift from listening to that to, uh, to this one, but it was necessary. <clears throat> I really enjoyed it. I listened to it when I was on lunch and then kind of shifted over to some more R&B stuff from there, so... It's a good segue. No, definitely, man. Uh, right off the bat, man, the fucking vocals just stuck out like a motherfucker, dude. Like, I honestly imagine, like, and for all of us to know, mostly me and Anthony, because, you know, Donnie hasn't really been around, but Hugo can see, sing his ass off, you know, so I've just seen big-ass Hugo sing along to the song. But uh, the vocals right off the bat, man, it just, it had this, like you said, kind of jazzy feel, but... Also, just that uh, that soul in his voice, though, too, man. It was a uh, it was a good song. It really switched it up, and I'm glad. I'm really glad you put it on there. That uh, that made it onto uh, my chill groove mix, as I like to call it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, really, uh, it's been really nice weather out here. It's been like in the 60s and 70s all week, and just driving around with the windows down. This song is actually pretty pretty damn awesome like like you guys were saying it's cool jazzy like the vocals just get you and, and it plays so well like mm. just nice grooving music is it was, it was cool and yeah maybe onto my playlist too yeah i was i was torn between this song and uh, another song that he has called black denim uh you can hear the falsetto super clear in minute one two uh it's hella dope and uh, in the end, I decided to go with this one. But I was talking between two songs. Uh, yeah, with his voice, you definitely need to hear it over like a decent speaker system, though, because hearing it on the headphones doesn't do it justice. 
Well, I don't know. It depends what kind of headphones you got and what kind of speakers you got. Because there's a there's been some uh, some songs where I hear them on speakers and I got shitty speakers, and other times where I got some pretty good uh, pretty good headphones and it sounds really really good, and you're just in your own zone, you know. True that. True that. I guess I guess my headphones were not as good as my car speakers or, or my artificial listening device. I don't want to say your name. Uh, <laughs> hey Alexa, go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, but then again, guys, if uh, you guys love what you guys hear, and you guys know any friends uh, looking to uh, shout out their their product or looking to uh, you know sponsor this uh, entertaining podcast segment and podcast, just uh, hit me up directly through Messenger, and uh, let's get this thing sponsored and let's keep it keep it going. Uh, but yeah. Definitely Hugo, solid pick, dude. Um, I, I added some more of his songs onto my playlist and stuff, and it was funny at first. I I thought uh, when I first read it, I thought it was uh, Dre to Dre, the local rapper from rapper from Tahoe, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just me, and uh, I'm pretty sure I got CTE, so I just read it wrong. And uh, <laughs> I'm glad uh, I'm glad I checked him out some more, man. I downloaded some more of his music, and yeah, good pick, man. Also, real quick before we continue, I just want to give a shout out to Juice because that the Spotify 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 playlist um, idea was brilliant. Yes, you have to search for each other's songs. You just exactly. throw them on the playlist, and that was that was brilliant. So we got to try and figure that out, man. Are we gonna? Call it something different, like playlist number week number one, playlist week number two, so that we're not having to like scroll through all of our shit. I, I was just thinking of uh, deleting the songs at the end of the at the end of the week, you know, like Monday morning, and we can start a new on Monday morning, adding your songs whenever you want, you know, whenever you have them ready. We could, That's but sometimes playlist. sometimes it's nice just having that playlist there. So I'm thinking we just do like a new add a new one, you know, and just we'll just shout it out, and people can go and listen to it, you know. Or you just add the songs that you like to your own individual ones. Well, I already did that, yeah. Or you could you could create a separate playlist for the the new week and then just use this playlist for adding all the songs that we've already added. All right, so we could make a duplicate of this, call it week one, week two, but then we'll leave this one for our, our own reference and just keep adding to it. It's hilarious that we're discussing this while on here. <laughs> no, hey, well, hey, this is behind the scenes, unedited, uncut, the way it goes. This is how we do everything. It's how we do it. Tune in next week where I show you how to make the perfect grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Are you adding bacon? Whoa. Calm, calm down. Calm, uh, calm, down, Fabro. Show, calm down, Fabro. Oh, calm down, Fabro. Calm down. There you go. Hey, if you don't get that reference, go watch the movie Chef. <laughs> One of the best movies Mr. Favreau has been in, I think. It kind of makes it kind of makes me want to go get a food truck and you know do our own thing. The Mexican ass Yeti food truck? No, no, we call it the, the the weekly the weekly apes the weekly apes something. What? Hey, look, it's a Chango mobile. <laughs> there you go. There goes Donnie again. Thanks. 
There it goes. There it goes. See? Pure gold. Every single fucking... Actually, I will stop right there. The ideas. The rest of them are going <laughs> to... No, the, don't. The first one's free. The rest of them are going to cost you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a big, big manual for you, man. For if you're going to start charging. What was that? <laughs> Never mind, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you don't want to give out your best ideas and someone else goes, oh, that's a good idea. And then, bam, next thing you know, fucking Chango Food Truck. like, wow, dude, I wonder why you even got that idea. <laughs> well, the, we'll, can't give them out like that. We'll, we'll, keep that uh, we'll keep those ideas to ourselves then. Write the rest down. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what's funny, man? I got this. I'm pretty sure Donnie has seen it, but I've had this... Uh, the Crow Notebook with the fucking picture of Eric Javen on the front with it says The Crow on the bottom for years. Probably since I've... Since, actually, I've had this since before I moved to fucking Vegas. And it's been empty this whole time. And I'm filling, slowly filling it up with fucking notes for this podcast, man. And it's fucking amazing that I finally used it for this time, man. It's fitting. It's really fitting. That's what I'm saying. It's like... I've been trying to like figure out what the hell can I write in here because... You know, I got nothing really interesting, but then all of a sudden the podcast idea came out, and then the weekly ape tapes came out, and here we are, you know, fucking I'm filling up this notebook, it's pretty cool. I've had this fucking thing since 2007, I want to say. The pages are yellow and gross, coffee stink? No, they're all fucking, there was, well, there was two that had some, some songs that I wrote, wrote down when I was all sad and depressed and like feeling like Donnie and shit, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> Calm, calm down, Corey Taylor. <laughs> Take a breath. Um, Do my best. <laughs> but yeah, definitely, uh, you guys go check out uh, DeAndre, I-D-N-Y-L. It's, uh, it's great, man. It's, it's a good song. Good uh, R&B, kind of jazzy feel to it. Thank you for that, uh, for that uh, curveball. Curveball, for sure. Well, curveball on our genre, but... For Hugo's, you know, every... It's just another Tuesday, you know? I'm glad you guys finally got me out here because I'm, I'm the one who's going to throw in something different. Fuck yeah, I'm man. not the most uh, eclectic taste, but compared to you guys, you know, what you guys listen to is something different. That's why I'm... You know, glad to be on here. Well, just like, yeah, but when I pick some shit, it's going to be the shit. <laughs> 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 the stuff I pick might be more popular, uh, you know, on the popular side. You guys are the ones throwing around this, uh, the stuff that I, that I don't know that's not in the mainstream, at least. So I figure I, I got to throw that mainstream music out there for you guys. Well, we got to get, uh, we got to get Donnie all the way up here and then, and then Anthony from, uh, from, from Sacramento. Well, now I live in Minden now, so. When, what, we all got to get in the same room, record, and I think it'd be cool for everyone out there listening to put faces to uh, to the voice. And then uh, I just think uh, I think it'll be good good stuff, man. Enjoy some good whiskey. Enjoy uh, Anthony's homemade brew whenever he makes a new batch. You know, um, I, I still I still have my premium reserve from the first batch. We'll we'll, we'll have some of those. Well, hopefully they're so good, and then then it all fucked. Nah, they 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 age like fine wine. Yeah, JJ, you need to read up on this stuff, bro. Yeah, like my ball sack. <sighs> Respect the science, man. Respect the science. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, uh, Anthony, your next one. 
So my next one is uh, by ASAP Rap. It's called Nunchal Pass. It's a uh, it's it's an ASAP Rap ASAP Rap I've been listening to for a while. He's uh, on the same label as Atmosphere. He's kind of kind of rap, kind of trip hop, very very flowy and awesome. It's funny because literally that's one of the only things I wrote down about the song was this is the exact type of rap that you listen to, you know, atmosphere uh, type type of rap, you know. Yeah, it's very lyrical. It's awesome. It's like <clears throat> living, not, not, not too repetitive. Yeah, living legends, you know, dilated peoples. Um, yep. Fucking. I, I was torn between I was torn between this and the uh, people under the stairs. Um, who's that been. Uh, Who's homeboy uh, that raps on the gorillas? Fucking. Oh, man. You guys know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, his name's escaping me right now. Oh, uh, Dell, the funky homo sapien, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that. This is shit right here. This is shit. Yeah. This, uh, this song is, is pretty awesome because it's, it's pretty upbeat and, and, uh, very very groovy so what caught what caught your eye about it my ear what caught my ear well I yeah that's Um, your ear yeah sure (laughs) it's it's his vocals man it's like um uh, it's like like a a well written poem you know it's it's not not repetitive and it's not like cheesy or anything like it's the vocals are well thought out that's probably the best way I can I can put it right um I think uh I'm not sure if you guys have heard of Brother Ali but he's coming back to Tahoe Juice we uh should go check him out yeah Brother Ali he's on the same label he's on Rhyme, Rhyme Series oh, he used to be see there you go well yeah I, I wanna go see that Tech 9 concert that's why well yeah you know, when, best in April right yep well, look, have you got your tickets yet Anthony come, come up for that I haven't uh, uh, if we get if we get tickets, I'll go up. All right. Well, let's, let's as long as it's on a weekend. It's, 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 it's on it's a on Monday, Sunday, actually. No, Sunday or no. Monday? No, it's on Sunday, and then uh, what? Uh, Cypress Hill is on Monday. Oh well, I'm off yeah. Sunday, so let, oh, well, I got to work Monday, so that that doesn't work out for me. But either way, I want to go check it out because uh, I think Donnie, have ever, anyone on this call, has uh, seen me at my finest. At Tech Nine concert, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that one Tech Nine concert we went to, what, like seven years ago? Oh yeah, Hugo came, Hugo came down to uh, to Vegas for that, and we also went and saw um, Mayday. Well, no, Mayday was part of that, but uh, fucking a different night though. Where'd we go? We went to go see Atmosphere. Yeah, that was yeah. That was a good. That was a good time. You came down, Hugo. That was great. Yeah, I forgot about yeah, that. I forgot that we saw that the fucking hard rock. Yeah, we saw we saw Atmosphere, which was a great oh, fucking yeah, show. Too, huh? Yeah. Yeah, and then we saw Tech Nine, which is fucking great. But yeah, I'm sure Hugo saw me at my greatest too. <laughs> I I still remember that Tech Nine show because I remember that one big guy was bullying people in the the mosh pit, and uh, I didn't want to join until I saw this guy just pushing everybody around, and I decided to show him what's up. Oh <laughs> yeah. Talk about the real fucking Mexican as Yeti. But uh, but yeah, I'm glad that you brought up Aesop Rock, man, because 
Who the hell is this one dude fucking that calls himself Aesop Rocky? Another yeah, fuck that guy. He's from here. <laughs> fuck that guy. Yeah. Yeah, I think Aesop Rock's someone that doesn't get very much attention. You know, he's on a smaller label, and, and everything he does is gold. Like, another song that I, I wanted to pick from his, but didn't, is uh, it's called Coffee. And that song's probably been one of my favorite of his since since the beginning. And yeah. Another solid, solid song. No, it was definitely uh definitely a nice little curve on there. I haven't heard ASAP Rock in a while, man. So thank you for uh, for bringing that on, dude, for sure. Yeah, that was that was a song that just um you know it's on it's always on my playlist, but it, it came up. It was probably the first song like Monday morning. It came up when I hit play when I was at work and like, yep, that's going on this week's playlist. Yeah, that was that was that was a good pick, man. Um, fucking frogs. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, it's a, it's a it's a funky little beat too. It's cool, you know. Do 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 do. It just gets you moving. It just gets you moving. Um, quick little shout out though uh, to our uh, to our frog friend. No, to our to our cousin Ramon, man, for winning his uh, his to certified in a row last night by TKO. Um. Towards the May sport man, doing doing good things out here. And then uh, uh, my other teammate Brady, he uh, fought a good fight against uh, the champion, and uh, ended up losing. But uh, yeah, shout out to Ramon, man, family out there doing good things. Let's see. All right, what were so your thoughts on the sign, Donnie? What was that? <clears throat> what were your thoughts on the sign? I really fucking enjoyed it. That's like more of the style of hip hop that I enjoy, where it has better lyric content. I don't like if it's all trash talk and all flashy shit all the damn time. Like, like even uh, what is it? Most Def really enjoyed Most Def for like Saul Williams. So, have you guys uh, checked out the um, the Netflix show Evolution of Hip Hop? No. Yeah. Oh, man. Check it out. Check it out. Yeah, Juice fucking... I've been watching it, too. I got Bethany... Bethany watching it. It's fucking funny. We were uh, watching this uh, episode with uh, 3 Six Mafia and then, like, Lil John, like, that whole genre. And I guess, like, mostly the Lil John, like, you just kind of shout out phrases and it's not really rap, but it just gets people all hyped up. But in the early days, I uh, forget who it was, but they made the song just, uh, Who You With? Who you with, motherfucker? Who you with? <laughs> and every now and again, Bethany will come around the fucking corner just singing that shit. It's hilarious, dude. Wow. It's uh, it's pretty cool though, seeing just all this, all this different kind of things, you know. All the different uh genres of hip hop, you know. I mean, that one uh doc, pretty much like the documentary from that uh that one long haired motherfucker that made the metal documentary where it showed like the the different metal tree of like. Where things evolve uh, from, you know? Journey. Oh, yeah. What was that called? The Headbanger's Journey. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is pretty much the rap version of that, which is pretty cool, man. You guys got to check it out. It goes back into, like, just... Even back in the, um... The breakdancing days, kind of, like, stuff, or even, like, the funk, you know, the real, real uh, catchy funk kind of dance, dance kind of stuff, you know? It's pretty cool. 
You guys definitely got to check that out, though. And that's on what? Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. Netflix, right. It's just called Evolution Hip Hop. I'm pretty sure it has a 50 Cent's ugly ass mug on there on the on the on the thing. But yeah. Um. So we'll go. Where are we at on mine now? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna go with the chillest uh, song, and this one I kind of stumbled upon really uh, on accident as well. But I believe the song's called Mojo. But um. I think it had Rozelle, Peeping Tom, uh, Dan something, but I think Massive Attack was part of that whole album as well. It was probably, the, the, yeah, it's definitely the chillest song on my on my on my pick. But uh, only thing I can say about that it just had a nice little groove to it, you know, easy easy to uh, to just kind of bang your head to, and just probably like Anthony was saying, go uh, go out and just drive around and chill, you know. Talking about peeping Tom. Yeah, peeping Tom. But wasn't the yeah, song called Mojo? Is that the band called Mojo? Yeah. Uh, the, the, the song is called Mojo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's peeping Tom. Yeah, I think this is my second favorite song of, of the playlist this week. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're, you're, like you said, it's just chill. Roll down the music, or roll down the windows and just blast it. Yeah, this this is one I actually liked it. It uh, actually reminded me of uh, like late nineties, two thousands type of music we used to listen to. You know, I added it to my lounge. Your lounge, <laughs> my my elevator music. <laughs> what way does this elevator go? Front way, sideways, upside down, man. Forget about it. Elevator goes up the elevator go up the hole. Yeah. It goes, it goes places. This elevator goes. <laughs> but I meant, good pick. I was surprised that this one came from JJ. Because <laughs> it was good or because it was chill? Because <laughs> it was what? Because it, <laughs> it was chill. No, what was the other thing? I said because it was good or because it was chill. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> my, <laughs> but my music's bad, motherfuckers. Fuck you guys. It's the same taste as you guys. <laughs> Just because it's not your, part of your flavor of the week, go fuck yourself. <laughs> hey, it made, it made my, my number two. <laughs> Well, it's all good. Like we said, we're here, unedited, uncensored. It is what it is. Nobody cares about how you feel about it, JJ. <laughs> I, I think that's just a jab from fucking Anthony. He's a little bitter about the whole groomsman thing. I'm sorry, man. We're 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 on a budget, and your brother fucking you know beat you out. I mean, you guys can wrestle for it. I'm not charging you shit. I was gonna do a pro bono, you know, because we're family and whatnot. A pro, a pro <laughs> what? You said you're on a budget, and I said I wasn't gonna charge you for anything. I was gonna do a pro bono. Oh. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Donnie, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
so I got Sneaker Pimps Bloodsport. I was uh, I was going continuing on my Massive Attack Showcam FDM kick, and Sneaker Pimps came up again. And I really dig the song just because of it's simple. It's a simple beat, moves a little bit. It's like evenly layered, and I personally would like this. Would have liked to have seen them live, but uh, I don't know. Even if they just kind of did like a like a some sort of a set, I would definitely check it out. Even if it was just like an instrumental one, because dig their music. Yeah. Yeah. This was actually a song that caught me by surprise because when I first read the title, I didn't see who it was by. I saw Bloodsport, and I totally was expecting Bloodsport by KMFDM. And then when I heard it, and I was like, ooh, I was actually pleasantly surprised because it was, like you said, similar. Um, yeah, they, yeah, they fit well in a playlist together. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely when I just bring it back down. Uh, this is definitely one that caught me by, well, not by surprise, but I'm just, it, 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 I like it, but it doesn't fit with the mix that we all kind of threw in there, you know, which is, which is a good thing. I, I, uh, I actually really like the song. I, uh, the first thing I thought of was, this is something my Theo Hector would have played us back in the 90s, you know, back when we used to hang out with him and go roller skating and stuff. This was the... The first I, I had when I heard the song it was hella dope, and it actually made my playlist one of the only ones. Oh yeah! <laughs> well, it's got that uh, that funk that funky the funky beats going. Yeah, it, it just it was hella dope. Remind me of growing up, you know. Simpler times. Yes, roller skating at Reagan Beach. Well, I'm looking back. I'm, I'm looking back at my notes. Did, did we skip Juice on his second pick? No, Juice left on his third. What was his, his no. second pick? The the Jazzy DeAndre. Uh, oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I already crossed it out. Sorry, sorry, sorry. All right. Um. So yeah, Juice, you're on your your third pick. Is that for a Donnie song? No, has nothing else to say about that? No, no, no. With me, I mean, with me, it's right. yeah. fucking funk. To me, it was just like this funky, kind of funky beats kind of thing. And uh, it just kind of... I don't know. It's, it's okay, JJ. You don't have to like it. I understand. No, no, no. I, on, the right, on the right day. On the right day. But it just... To me, it was the least... The least the least catchy, I guess, or the least, uh, it did the least for me on, uh, on all the songs that you said, because the fucking, the sleep token, and we'll get to those, we'll get to those. Don't do Yeah, but, just uh, stop talking about it. Don't say it out loud. <laughs> well, that's all I'll say about that. Anyway. At the end of the day, yeah, at the end of the day, not everyone's gonna like everyone's pig, you know, that's, that's what we're here, though. Oh yeah, for, for, for sure. No, for so. sure, for sure, for sure. I'm just saying, like that's on the bottom of, of my of my list here of all the songs that we got. You know, you it's, suck. It's catchy. Yeah, we can't be holding. Yeah, back. it's alright. Yeah, 
You just had an off day. <laughs> no. No, not even. It's just some it's, Q-tips, bro. Sort you out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right, so moving on. <laughs> Uh, I guess on my last song, um, it's the uh, Andrea Bocelli's, the, uh, Fall On Me. I, uh, heard the song originally on a Disney movie, uh, The Nutcracker, but it was in English. And, uh, being Bocelli, the guy that he is, he, uh, he did this song in, like, six or seven different languages. Of There's course a French he did. Version, uh, Uh, English, Spanish. Huh? Anyways, uh, there's a German version, and uh, just the Italian one spoke to me the most. I really liked the Italian version best. Um, but yeah, I've been listening to it a lot. I've been listening to other versions a lot lately, but the Italian one was the one that spoke to me most, and that's why I picked it. So I'm going to go ahead and say that this damn song... Uh, was probably my favorite. Really? I would, yeah, seriously. It was, uh, I just think it just hit me at the right time. Don't know what it is, but it, there was something about it, man. It just really, it really fucking resonated with me, and I felt like a sense of, like, calmness to it. But, yeah, dude, it really, really hit, and I couldn't, uh... I couldn't get away from it. Like, I had to kind of, like, stop it, and then, like, I had to come back to it, like, a few times. So I was like, damn, man, this was really well put together. I don't think that I'd heard it before. Yeah, I, I definitely have ne- I've never heard it before, but <laughs> and I, uh, I think it was... Uh... Yeah, no, man, it was... Go ahead. It took me. It took me, man. It was like an undertow, man. It was just fucking... So, uh, good kick, man. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, it... it... To me, it was more of a, it turned into a competition because you got two different families that have generations of talent, you know? And, um, I've never, I've never, I never knew that Alejandro had a son and I never knew that Andrea Bocelli had a son. And to me, it just became kind of like a competition, you know? Um... But in in a good way, in a good way, they they each have their own style and stuff. But uh, I both I definitely enjoy both both of their uh, both of those songs. You know, um, I just think that the the other one, I think, just had a little bit more to it. You know, but it, it's pretty awesome to see that uh, I, I guess Alex Fernandez and then uh, Andrea Bocelli's son. You know, they're they're out there killing it, man. We get to enjoy more generations, generations of uh, of badass music and just you know epic, epic, uh, epic songs. Yeah, this is uh, this is one of my favorites too this weekend. Um, I, I knew, yeah, yeah. Uh, like I was saying earlier, I knew that Juice was gonna pick an Italian song, and, and I knew it was coming from Bravicelli, but it's not the song I was expecting. But I was I was stoked that uh, that you picked it. It was. A great song. What were you gonna say, Huge? Yeah, like I said, there's if you really liked it, I like I was saying, if you really liked it. There's a like like I said, six or seven different versions. Personally, for me, the Italian one was the best, but 
listen to it in English and Spanish, French, German, you know, and uh, let me know what you think. They're all pretty tight. I'm going to go into a multicultural roller coaster with my heart and ears. <laughs> Don't forget your dick, Donnie. Yeah. That's a given, man. It comes with me everywhere I gotta go. <laughs> if I gotta fight my way out. <laughs> Alright, so we'll do uh, another quick little uh, break here. I'm just going to kind of throw this on to Anthony, but... Uh, Take a couple, a couple, uh, either seconds or a couple minutes to talk about the uh, prosthetic company you work for. Maybe you guys can get some business out of this. Uh-huh. And so, kind of like what you guys do, what you guys do, what you guys offer. So the prosthetic company I work for is called Thrive Prosthetics. It's in uh, Carmichael, California. Um, it's a, a little mom and pop shop, but we're we're cranking up arms, legs, um, everything we do with braces. We're also like the only certified mastectomy fitters in the Sacramento region. So, um, doing, we're doing everything. And, um, most, most of these big Walmart style prosthetic shops are taking like a week to two weeks to, to create a leg or an arm. And we're knocking out like three, three or four daily. So everything's done in house and, and you know, it's, it's a cool little, cool little mom and pop shop that, is keeping up with all the big dogs. So um, we we also offer amputee coaching because we have three amputees on staff, and um, we're also one of the only shops that will go out and visit patients in in home or at the hospital or or at the nursing facilities. So we we have a lot to offer. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Great things uh, going on over there. Um, Let's see. Would it be on your, your second pick, right? Oh, your third, uh, your third pick. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. So this is probably the one I was most excited to throw out there because I've been talking about this band a lot lately, and they have a new album coming out this year, I believe. But it's Tiger Army, and uh, the song is called uh, "Rose in the Devil's Garden." Um, and Nick Nick Thirteen is a singer, and his vocals are very unique and and just very rockabilly and it's it's great, man. Uh, the bass is, is fantastic, and it has most rockabilly, psychabilly psycho- songs, and it's just got a catchy little little groove to it that that kind of hooks you and keeps you keeps you going throughout. No, yeah, man. I uh, probably played this a couple times back-to-back-to-back, uh, to back to back. you know, I kind of, like, kept going back, hitting the, the repeat button and stuff, you know, it just has one of those chill cruising vibe music, or kind of cruising vibe kind of songs, you know, where uh, it just kind of, it just gets you in that moment and stuff, you know. Um, I really enjoyed it. I know a lot of uh, Tiger Army stuff is more punk, you know, but this is more chill. I really enjoyed it. I showed Bethany it, especially after, after I showed her... Uh, Reverend Horton Heat last week, you know, she was all about this. It was pretty cool. And the Coffin Cats. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The Coffin Cats as well. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought you guys would enjoy this one because, you know, I know Donnie's into into the drums and, and uh, you as well as I am a bass player. And that's usually the first thing that our, our ear is trained to listen to. And um, just the, the, the bass on this 
and the drumming on it is like solid and, and that walking bass line is, is, is phenomenal. Oh yeah, I picture myself driving this fucking old school caddy with the top down, fucking hair slicked back, you know, wearing all black with my trucks. What about you guys? Uh, Juice, Donnie, where you at? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I actually think this was my favorite one of Anthem's takes. Um, I liked the music a lot. The, the singer was different. It was not what I was expecting when I first heard the, the, end, the intro to the song. But uh, yeah, I really liked the song, actually. The most really good three takes sent one. Yeah, I know. It's surprising that they put the rap one, or you know, but I actually really like. I thought, I thought this would be the one you'd like the least. Yeah, with uh, with this one, I okay. Uh-huh. Huh? Uh, so with oh, this one, like, I like it gave me like a Misfits feel <laughs> too, and I really dug that. What about and you, Drew? These guys are going to be playing here in April, so I'm going to end up checking them out now. Yeah, go check it out. Go check it out. Uh, they're going to be playing here in March, so you could you could come up here and watch them. There you go, Donnie. You got a place to stay. Double two. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get everyone to go see the show because they're one of my favorite, most listened to bands. And, um, uh, uh, again, on on kind of like ASAP, I don't think they get the credit they deserve. Like. Uh, our cousin Frankie and, and Nikki actually turned me on to him like eight or ten years ago, and, and they're one of my most played bands. They're they're phenomenal. Like everything they do is is gold, in my opinion. Yeah, they've been to Vegas a few times. They played with Black Flag, uh, not Black Flag. Yeah, Black Flag, I think. And then uh, have one of the other big big uh, punk bands. But uh, they, they played in in, uh, in Vegas a few times when I lived down there. I'm kind of bummed that I didn't get a chance to go see them. But that was definitely a solid pick, man. Yeah. Um, um, on, on, the, on kind of a little side note, if, if you guys like the singer, he's got his own solo stuff too. It's a little different than the Tiger Army stuff, but his name's Nick13, and, and he's a solid, solid dude. Uh, check go check out. that out, check it out yeah. all right um i will go to my last song and this is a song that i heard uh first before i heard the other ones but the band is called baptism of clay and the song is called cyborg Ro- or cyborg octopus um, to me, the first thing that stands out was just, just face melting shreds and just how technical this fucking, uh, music is, man. I've never heard of them before. I'm not sure if you guys have, but, um, the, uh, the breakdowns were fucking always in your face. Just fucking, like Hugo says, makes you want to kind of run through a fucking wall and break it, you know? Um, his scream, his scream range was fucking everywhere, you know? It was fucking awesome. I just... Everything was just great about this fucking song. I'm glad that I kind of stumbled upon them. And their uh, their album cover was pretty badass. <laughs> Not sure if you guys got a chance to check it out, but it's pretty badass. Uh, I... Go ahead, Jason. 
Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. The way it started, it started super slow. You know, I was thinking, oh, this is like some Enigma type stuff, you know. <laughs> and then just, I was like, oh, damn, this, this, this is not what I was expecting from JJ. And then it gets into it, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is exactly what, <laughs> what I was expecting JJ to pick, you know. Surprise! It threw me off the, because, yeah, it was just like it starts off slow, you know. It starts off easy, and then I'm like, oh, it sounds like Enigma. And, yeah, it just... I like the music, but again, like I said, uh, again, the screaming is not something I'm into. But the, the actual music stuff was was super dope in this song. Yeah, this, and this dude's screams aren't just like one style. He has fucking like three or four different screams that's really like stood out to me, you know. But then also just like the, the technicality of just the drummer, the breakdowns, the fucking guitar work are just, it's pretty fucking awesome, man. Yeah, there was a guitar thing in there that I just was super dope. The, the, the thing that, that stuck out to me were the, the two notes I had for the song was the first one was the name. <laughs> the name was like the best, I think the best name of the week. But um, the the just intricacy of the song and how, how it transitions from, like Hugo was saying, it starts out kind of melodic and slow and then kind of punches you in the face and kind of plays around that's those were the two notes for the song that i had i was not surprised by this at all <laughs> in a good way i was like right on this is 100 percent jj <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah brother <laughs> but you know me man i i really really enjoy uh the black dollar murder which is like one of my faves when it comes to this kind of feel oh yeah and so this easily went right into that uh that little playlist there it's like come here you little crazy piece of shit come here <laughs> 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 I ain't got some friends for you <laughs> no yeah man uh it was a it was a welcomed welcome song for the week cause uh after just the hecticness and how busy you are and just how my body felt after after uh, my final work day at Starbucks, my first week Starbucks uh, warehouse or whatever, you know, and then going to the fucking fights, I needed something to fucking pump me the fuck up, man. And this song pumped me up for the fights last night. And like I said, the whole thing, just the intricacy, just the fucking te- technicality of the fucking song is fucking amazing, you know. But then again, the guy's vocal range, he goes from just like Randy Randy Blythe type of screams to to uh, the pig squeals, you know, and just super deep fucking uh, deicide fucking growls, you know, just fucking crazy. Uh, I can see that totally, uh, some Glenn Benton in there. Yeah, there you go, that's his name, Glenn Benton. Those good picks on that. Yeah, fucking solid. Alright, so we'll uh, end it here as far as the weekly Abe Tapes goes with Donnie's... Well, wait, 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 with, wait. no, no, with, with the music, not the movies, but with the music, <laughs> chill out, with... Uh, no, no, I was going to say Donnie hasn't given his third pick. No, I know. Chill out. I'm doing the build-up. I'm doing the build-up. We still got movies oh. to, uh, to, to, to get to, but I'm ending the, uh, the music side of it with Donnie's two picks... Um, with a band called, uh, or I guess 
guy or band? I'm not sure. Called Sleep. It's a band. Sleep Token, man. Um, this one right here really it made it to my my throwdown, my sensual, my fucking handcuff you fucking mix, man. <laughs> I'm excited about it too, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so two for, for this one, because I feel like these go together for sure. So, which so one? I found these guys last year and the first band, the first song that I listened to was Jaws actually. Right, right. And then, uh, the offering came and like lyrically, if you look at the lyrics, they really go hand in hand because it is a hundred percent about sensuality and the connection that you have with the person oh, and yeah, that well, feeling that you get when somebody completely just sets you the hell off. And I feel like that's probably like one of the best parts of intimacy with people is just that feeling of just, you fucking lose complete control and just fucking attack. And, uh, obviously you guys know that I fucking really love Deftones and this really hit has some of that feel to it. And at the same time, it has, like, really heavy elements that I enjoy with uh, some gent. And to me, this just felt like a complete spiral into just so many different layers of music that I really enjoy. Like, I like melodic things. I like the, the deep, powerful drumming. And the way that it flows also is great. And I would love to see this live. I think it's also great, the keyboard elements to it. It all fits really, really, really well together in a way that... Usually wouldn't work. It doesn't always work, but the way that these two songs were put together, it did. And uh, that's why I, was just, I couldn't just pick one of the two. I just had to do both. And I'm glad you did, man, because... Uh, yeah, I... Uh, go ahead, Juice. I'll go, go. Now, I was saying, I'm glad you did, man, because uh, both these songs go into to, to what I like to say. You, like, you get in that groove, you close your eyes, you know... You enjoy the fucking ride, then all of a sudden just fucking boom hits you in the fucking face. The breakdown, you start fucking headbanging to it, man. Uh, the guy's voice too, like it kind of throws you off because um, you you're not expecting it to to get super heavy. You're not expecting it for the drums to kick in like that. And those fucking drum fucking just uh, riffs and and all that just really really kind of it pulls you in, you know. Um, so like, go ahead. Oh, no, sorry, my, my connection cut out. No, oh, yeah, go ahead, though. All right, uh, well, the first, the offering, that song, the, I have one note on here only. Uh, I, I, I laughed because it reminds me of a, of a, of a montage song that you would hear in a movie, you know? A protagonist, you know, building up, you know, going right before the, uh, right before the what? He's cutting out. Yeah, he cut out. Juice. See, this song got some so bad, he's walking, pacing back and forth from the house, man. 
Yeah, this is my this is the pick that fucking broke it all. Second <laughs> <the, laughs> final pick. <laughs> <laughs> he the hardwiring fucking fucked up. He's pacing back and forth. He doesn't know what to do. Huh? You know what the problem is? The problem is I have like some fucking emotional fucking connection to this shit. I really like him. Oh, there you, you, he just came and went. Yeah. <laughs> just like this song. Dude, I didn't hear anything that you said. <laughs> Me? Yeah, Hugo, you yeah, yes. yeah, but st- start your uh, your note over again so because. Yeah, this thing is cutting out, so. There you go. Like, I don't know if you guys hear me. Yeah, it's cutting out a little bit, but uh, give give it give it a little bit and then and cut back in. So give it about three seconds and cut back in. All right. So, like like I said, the the offering, the first song, it uh, it reminded me of a of a montage song that you would hear in a movie, you know. Like, something that would play when the protagonist is coming back up after being knocked down. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, the, the, the Jaws song, I said, is, uh, something I could hear in the club playing, but at the same time, it's something that I would listen to while I'm chilling, you know? Like, it was that diverse for me. Like, I, I had liked it. That's fucking awesome. I knew that the, both these songs or this group was gonna fucking catch all of us because it touches base on a lot of the a lot of all the things that we like. And this goes back to the whole movie thing because Hugo's a big movie buff. When it comes down to uh, the cinematography of a movie, but then also the right score, even Donnie and stuff, you know, the right score, the right songs to go with the situation, you know. Um, and that's what this this whole uh, the guy's range of vocals are fucking amazing. Uh, he takes you to places that you don't expect to kind of turn back and go heavy. You expect to go more melodic, or you expect to go more melodic those than the fucking heavy guitar riffs kicks in, you know? Um, the In Jaws, at 4 minutes 20 seconds, the heaviness, like the metal heaviness kicks in, and it just fucking, you know, makes you want to move, you know? Um, but all in all, I was really surprised with just the diversity of uh the melody and then just the heaviness comes out of fucking nowhere you know it just it's great i fucking love it so with these two songs yeah, so, like good uh, i was just gonna say that the, the reason i got so so uh anti when jj was gonna skip by this last song is because charles was my favorite um of, of the week this was this was by far the, the best song on the playlist in my opinion um the the offering was fantastic too, but um Jaws was was easily the most played and um I like the dude's vocals like JJ was saying. Um they actually reminded me of um Brendan Urie from Panic at the Disco. Um I don't like Panic at the Disco, but the vocals and the dude's vocal range are, are you know, you, you can't deny that they're great and this had a very similar feel and definitely Definitely a great song. The whole vibe to it was like you go saying chill. You can kind of see it playing in a club or on your couch lounging around, and the song just had everything. Um, very technical. Like it. Like it all. No, for sure. Yeah, that's, uh, and uh, I'm I'm glad that you uh, you see all that. But I'm gonna pretend you didn't just fucking compare this. 
badass couple songs to panic of the fucking disco vocals. Go fuck yourself on that whole note. I'm gonna hate on it all day. Shit on it. <laughs> fuck you. Dude, no. Think whatever you want. Listen to the dude's vocals, man. He's he's got good vocals. I don't like the band at all. I actually quite hate him, but he, the dude's got some vocals. So yeah, I'm gonna yeah. pretend. I'm gonna pretend yeah. to hear that. Pretend to hear it. So uh, so with this song, uh, the reason why I like Jaws the most was obviously it's what my intro was to this band. But at the time, I was feeling kind of like a sense of. I guess like a numbness, kind of really down or whatever. And I was going to shows, and I just was kind of like, oh, you know, I should be able to enjoy it. I wasn't feeling an enjoyment out of it. It was kind of like a little bit kind of going through the motions, so felt kind of stale. Got this, and it was that. It was just one of those things, like, I couldn't deny feeling. It shook me up a little bit, and it kind of really connected to, like, a lot of things that I missed and kind of made me dive into a lot more music that I've been kind of neglecting. And I just love it because it has so much that once it hits, it hits. It just pulls you in and you just want want more of it. Oh, yeah, for sure, I really want to see these guys live for sure, man. I think it would be badass. Um, One thing I got to say, and I know Donnie already kind of has this in the back of his head as far as the group that I'm about to kind of name drop, but Hugo and um, and Anthony – Go check this band out. Um, the synthesizers and the whole kind of like industrial kind of sound that they have really has a similar sound to a band that got big for a little bit, but then they kind of dropped off called Crossbreed. And the synthesizer, yeah, the, the synthesizer really fucking reminded me of that band. Like it just has a certain sound, and that just brought me back to the Crossbreed fucking days. I actually have Crossbreed on my laptop. I've, I've heard them before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Hugo, if you haven't heard of them, go check them out. They had this one. They, they, they were really big on the whole shock rock kind of thing. Um, they always dressed up like in neon colored things that glue in the dark, but they were super cool, man. Go check them out. They wore like crazy contacts and stuff, but uh, they had a cool industrial metal vibe, man. I'm really surprised they didn't kick off a little bit bigger. chance i think it's because some freaking static x totally eclipsed them oh well, yeah i mean static x is just you know i just last night i fucking posted a uh push it live video you know i mean static x just to me besides ministry like they're the, the new the new generation or they were the new generation of industrial metal besides rammstein rammstein again eclipses them 100 percent but going back to the songs uh sleep token a solid group, man. Um, fucking awesome, dude. Some of their other stuff's got like a like another rage of it too. A little bit of everything. Yeah, no, definitely. It takes you down different fucking pathways and different fucking different stuff. Um, but I think this obviously us being a little bit more prepared this week than we were last week because last week was a complete shit show. <laughs> But uh, I think us actually having notes and reviews and actually us listening to the, to the, to the songs, uh, obviously, you know, it, it's a lot better. Um, but also getting Hugo's uh, Big Juice's input has been great, man. So I'm excited to keep doing this each week and I'm excited to keep listening to the music you guys kind of put forth. But uh, 
We're going to end this out with uh, our two movie picks, man. So, Hugo, go ahead. Um, I, I picked Peanut Butter Falcon and uh, Dan Silent Bob the Reboot. Um, me personally, I'd like the reboot, the Jane Silent Bob, better than the original. That was just my opinion. Because the first time me and Eric were watching it, man, we, we didn't stop cracking up. We were just laughing the, the whole time. Yeah. No, it was definitely uh-huh. hilarious. I saw it with Bethany. She was kind of falling asleep because she had just got done working in long shifts. But uh, I enjoyed the hell out of it. But it just, it's tough looking at Jason. Jason, right? Muse, the way he looks yeah. right now, man. Yeah. He looks weird with his fucking fake ass yeah, teeth. Yeah. And, uh, Peanut Butter was, uh, actually a movie I had been wanting to watch for a while now. You know, I liked Child the Buff, and, uh, I had it on my queue on my Amazon Prime, and I just never got the chance to watch it. And finally I said, you know, I had to insist on making myself up Yeah, I, I really liked it. You know, Child of coming back, and I think this was, the uh, the, the role that Brian that's you know gonna bring him back into the into the fame I guess if you want to put it or whatever this this role was really good for him I really like the movie overall nice yeah I never really uh, knew what happened I, I guess he went off the deep end but for those of you that couldn't really hear um, Hugh was saying that Peanut Butter Falcon was a great movie um, and it brought Shia LaBeouf back. It kind of sounded like he was uh, Optimus Prime there for a little bit on my end, but uh, that's pretty much what he's saying, was that uh, Peanut Butter Falcon is a great movie. Go check it out. Shia LaBeouf makes a great comeback in there, and uh, go check it out. I have to disagree with Juice's take on Jane Silent Bob, the reboot being better, because the first one was so classic, and this kind of felt like uh, a copy and paste of the original even though it was great and funny. It's because it's a reboot. It's supposed to be like that. You didn't get it. (laughs) I know it was supposed to be like that, but it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't special. I don't know. I got to disagree with you on that. So, I liked it. Not better than the original. That's my take on it. I think it was, it was, it was, was, I think it was good. It was great. It was good, but yeah, but you got to take it. For what it was, you know. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Donnie. Donnie. You. Plug in something real quick. I gotta go fucking take a piss. <laughs> what am I plugging? <laughs> That's a very open-ended question. Uh, I don't know. Juice, what do you got? I ain't got none. We just chilling here for a little chango sitting in a tree. <laughs> Get some elevator music going on. <laughs> so, uh, I guess we have to be better prepared for whenever we have to take breaks, I guess? I guess, but, 
I don't know. Maybe none of us thought that this, you know, I guess that's why he's got to go to the bathroom, but yeah, we're in that hour 40 time zone now. <laughs> you guys are trying to discuss why I got to go fucking take a piss? Yeah, because you have a little bladder. Uh, no, I've actually had a beer and a um, Irish car bomb with my father-in-law. So <laughs> it was about that time. But uh, that's funny. I asked you to plug in like something as far as trying to get sponsors, and you trying to talk about something else. That's hilarious, <laughs> jackass. Didn't know which one. It wasn't uh, not prepared for that. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't specific enough. All right, so uh, I'm a fan of James Holland Bob reboot. Um, the first was funnier, I believe. Just I, I don't know. It just had more, I guess, cameos. I guess in a sense that made it a little bit more classic. But the, the reboot was great as well. You know, um, I can't wait to see. Uh, what else uh, Kevin Smith's got in his uh, repertoire? All right, so moving along to Anthony, your two movie picks. Uh, so the two the two movies I picked for this week are both car themed. Um, Big the fucking shocker one, there. Yeah, no kidding. The first one was uh, the Art of Racing in the Rain. It's based off of a book by Garth Stein. Um, I read the book quite a few years ago, and it's a really fantastic book, and I think the movie did it justice to an extent. Um, you say fantastic a lot, man. I mean, your life must be great. Fantastic is fantastic, huh? Shit. Fantastic is very fantastic. We, we got to uh, go have babies, yeah. and I want my life to be fantastic. Do it. It's, it <laughs> I'm just kidding. My, my, fucking, fantastic. my life is fucking amazing, man, so... I'm just I'm just busting your balls, uh, but no, I did see that movie, and uh, just like you warned me, man, uh, it's a little bit of a pulling on the heartstrings, a little tearjerker. Yep, and um, yeah, the the book was better in my opinion. They left out some stuff in the movie, but if you've never read the book, it's a phenomenal movie. It's 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 really well done, and um, the characters when I was reading the book the actors that they chose for it were exactly what I thought. Like as I'm reading the book, I was picturing those, you know what they look like. And I think they, they did a good job. Yeah. I never, never read the books or anything. I mean, I don't read that often, but the movie was great. I really did like it. Um, shout out to you guys for voodoo. The voodoo app is fucking great. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta show your Disney yep. Plus, man. I gotta see Baby Yoda more often. Yeah, seriously. Yep. So, second pick was um, Ford versus Ferrari. Um, that was a longer movie, but also based. Well, this one was based on a true story, and. Um, again, they, I think they did justice to the actual story and they made, you know, Enzo Ferrari look like a, like a jerk, which he was, and they made 
the Ford execs look like total douchebags, which they were, and um, there was plenty of racing in it, and they really told, I think they did justice to Ken Miles, who I think has been shafted into history books, so it was, uh, it was a good good movie, even even for people who aren't car fans, like, both of these movies will, will get you going. <laughs> No, I, uh, okay, I, I gotta saw, check the other one out. Yeah, I saw part of Ford vs Ferrari at your house, or I guess your mom's house when I was over there and saw saw Enzo, um, and it seemed really good. I just gotta, I gotta, I gotta get more into it and actually watch it through and through. Um, I had no idea Christian Bale was in that fucking movie. I had no idea some of the other actors that were in the movie, but it looked really good, and I can't wait to check it out. Yeah, it's got one of my favorite actors, the dude that um, plays the Punisher. It also did. Uh, Fury, he's he's the guy that. Have you seen the movie Fury, the the war movie? The no, not yet. But yeah, that guy's that guy's great, man. Yeah. The last yeah, movie I saw him, uh, in, he was uh that that crooked sheriff in Sicario. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So that was super good movie, and you know my girlfriend Ken's not a not a car person at all, and and she loved the movie too. So great movie. Nice man. Um, what about you, Donnie? My picks? Yep. For the thoughts. Your picks. Uh, so my first one is Hereditary. Uh, I really think that it's like a grossly underestimated film and completely overlooked. And it was honestly like one of the best psychological thriller movies that we've had in a very long time. And I don't understand why the hell it didn't get a little bit more recognition. Uh, so basically, in a quick sense, it's this family that's a little estranged, uh, specifically the relationship between a mother and daughter. The mother passes away, and it starts with this funeral, and you know things are kind of like a miss. So basically, what I like the most about it is how effective the shots were. Cinematography was incredible, the way that everything was lit, the way that uh, a scene would flow was awesome. But what I love the most about it is it went to a classic horror style where the situation is scary on its own and you don't need a bunch of drum, uh, jump scares and all this other shit like the situation that's happening fucks with you a little bit after you start thinking about it and so what this one really captures is if you're out and about in a store or something and you kind of like look around like your vision just pans and you just happen to catch somebody there you kind of like make eye contact for a split second you wonder oh, i wonder if they're were you looking at me or somebody behind me but the idea of, no, that person is looking at you. This isn't a coincidence. And what is the situation? Why the fuck are they looking at you? Yes. Like, have they been watching you for a while? Like, how long have they been standing there? And it really plays on that in a you know awesome way where, you know, this is a coincidence that sometimes happens, but now it turns it into a very medicine thing. I was under the impression that Hereditary was a comedy, man, the way Hugo explained yeah. it to me. <laughs> Sounds like a robot. Yeah, I know. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. <laughs> Please tell me more. <laughs> Hugo, man, you gotta find your your internet service. Man, you sound like fucking Optimus, not so prime. <laughs> this is damn internet. I'm at my, I'm at my mom and dad's house. But uh, no, so my mom's been to internet. Movie. Can you hear me? Yeah. Do you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> the better? Yeah. So, so we went to go watch this movie with my boy and my mom, right? And uh, me and my mom were laughing, but, well, not laughing like, haha, but we were more laughing at the people in the crowd because Momoy, uh, my cousin, was jumping like he was scared. And then there was this girl two rows in front of us who, toward the end of the movie, got up and yelled, I can't take this anymore, I gotta go. And she, they, she just straight up left the theater with like 10 minutes left. And uh, me and my mom were hell laughing because, like, it's not that scary. Like, to me, this was like a Sixth Sense type of movie, you know? More of a thriller than actual scary movie. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you on that because I think people are overplaying it and making it to be, like, the scariest movie of the year and the scariest movie in a long time. And I don't think it was scary at all. And I think it was more, more like you said, more a suspenseful thriller and fantastic, you know, shooting and everything but it wasn't um it wasn't scary it wasn't scary by any means in my opinion i feel it was very effective for what it set out to do i haven't seen it yet i gotta check it out um what was your other movie uh the fountain and so this one was uh, Darren Aronofsky, who did uh, he did Pie and he did fuck what is the name of that movie? Don't worry, everyone's like on drugs. Jared Leto's in it. Colors. Waiting for a dream. There we go. Dude, Colors was a fucked up movie. <laughs> yeah, it really was. JJ. What? Requiem for a dream. Yeah, that was oh, that's, that's, yeah, that's what, there you go. Colors is the other one. Colors is a fucked up movie, though, too. So this is with Hugh Jackman, and what was really interesting about when this movie came out, it was a big-time sleeper movie. It was in the theater, and it was gone. Nobody fucking watched it. And it sucked because, at the time, like, Hugh Jackman was kind of rising, but any, everybody only associated him as Wolverine. No one really knew that he had like any other range as an actor outside of just that. So in this movie, it's him and Rachel Weisz, and it is straight-up drama. There is no crazy shit like what people have seen him do. But what's amazing is it takes place in three facets of time simultaneously throughout the movie, going back and forth, between like the Crusades, present time, and the future. And it's really interesting how you see these things interconnect. And the way that it was shot, again, was amazing. And what I love the most is how they made space look. So they basically put, under a microscope, chemical reactions, filmed it, and then threw it up because that's essentially how space does work. And it just added this whole spectrum of lights and feel that just it just pulls you in, it draws you in. And by the time the movie ends, I don't know, I, I love the score of it too. And... Clint Mansell did an incredible job with it, incredible tone, and I would fucking love to see it live. It would blow my mind. And uh, that's all I got to say about that. I got to check it out. Never seen it before. But yeah, sorry about that. It was it was a Requiem for a Dream, the, the other movie uh, that they were talking about, not Colors. But Colors was a fucked up movie as well. That was more on uh, just about unprotective sex and HIV, right? Are you mean kids? Is it kids? Kids. Yeah. Kids. Oh, kids damn. About that. Wait a sec. 
and Rank oh. is also about HIV, but fuck, I'm like all twisted up right now. I'm all twisted up. About the cops, man. I'm all twisted up. All right, yeah, never mind. I'm all fuck, fucking twisted up here. Anyway, but uh, the first time I heard about Requiem for a Dream was by Juice. I think Juice is the one that let me borrow the movie a while back. Um, but yeah, I gotta check out the Fountain Man. It uh, sounds like it's pretty good. Damn, I'm all twisted up. I feel bad about that. Sorry, guys. It's been a while. It's been a while. Let's see. For my two movies, I picked uh, Hancock. I haven't seen Hancock in a while. Uh, but it's just one of those fucking hilarious movies that I think uh, needs more credit as far as uh, just kind of a, a fun kind of a outgoing movie and stuff. You know, you don't really hear about it's it too much anymore. It's funny because it was on Netflix and I saw it the other night. Yeah, so did I. It's fucking hilarious. But uh, Will Smith plays this drunk. Well, he's a superhero. That's a drunk. But he's just confused and angry as to why he got left in some hospital by himself and blah, blah, blah. He just, uh, yeah, he's just trying to find his way back to being, you know. I don't know how you would describe it. It's a good movie, though. (laughs) Funny. And then uh, I showed Bethany a clip a while back of, of uh, Don't Be a Menace in the Hood or Don't Be a Menace in South Central or Drink Your Juice in the Hood. And uh, now all of a sudden she fucking gets the whole, do we have a problem fucking thing in her head. So we uh, we recorded it today. We're, we're, we're probably going to watch the uh, the movie tonight just so she can see the whole fucking thing. Uh, she's a fan it's, of white. It's funny because... It's uh, it's funny because we uh, one night at Cabo just randomly we started partying with crazy legs. The oh no dude shit! In the wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. He was there just hanging out, and yeah, we got to party with him and stuff. That's fucking awesome, man. Uh, when we left earlier today to go do all of our fucking errands and shit, they were just introducing fucking crazy legs and how he was the baddest fucking dancer and. All that fucking shit, but uh, but yeah, I'm excited to watch that movie with her. Um, another one that she's never seen before that I introduced her a couple of nights ago was was a Major Pain, and uh, we're just kind of taking it down the Wayans Brothers kind of road of uh, comedy. You know, it's fucking hilarious. Uh, well, she's like Eric's age, right? So, so she wouldn't have seen a lot of those movies when we saw him growing up. How old's Eric? 25? Oh, okay. 25? Yeah. Yeah. She's 26, so. Yep. So, but then again, then again, she was kind of closed off to some of those, some of those movies. So it's fun to me, you know, uh, I showed her the first time, uh, Zach and Miriam make a porno and she was laughing her ass off, man. <laughs> fucking. Yeah, that movie was crazy. Dude. Yeah. Justin Long's character, man, is fucking hilarious. So that's why it, it it made me laugh because that he brought that same character back to uh, Jay and Silent Bob the reboot. The reboot, yep, yep. It's fucking hilarious. He plays this fucking lawyer. It's fucking great. Donnie, you got to check it out, man. You're gonna laugh your ass off. Which one? The reboot, Jay and Silent Bob. We have it. I just haven't had the chance to watch it, man. Yeah, we'll check it out. and We'll talk about it later. Um, but first and foremost, man, I gotta fucking say this has been way smoother than than it was last time. No, I get 
I just uh, difference, and it's only gonna get better from here. Yeah, what? Well, I, I think we just got to figure out our recording, our recording fucking system. But uh, it's been great, Hugo. I'm glad we we were able to get you on here too, dude. Um, I think we had to kind of try and wrap it up. I gotta get shit going, but uh, no, it's been great having you on, Juice. Yeah, it's been fun. Fine, I can't believe you finally got me on here. So, well, we gotta I'm try it. This. We gotta try and get it on camera and try and just uh, do our thing whenever we can, man. Um, then Anthony, you too. And then hopefully all, all four of us can be on there. Yeah. He kind of had to get you on your juice because, you know, you're his groomsman and whatnot. <laughs> what do you say? Same as it ever was. <laughs> <laughs> you got to repeat that. I don't think we got it. <laughs> I said... You kind of have to. You kind of had to get him on here because you know he is your groomsman and whatnot. Oh, I'll get over it, bro. <laughs> We're all you'll you'll be part of the you'll be part of the fucking the the uh, bachelor party, bro. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the constellation prize, the first loser. The first, uh, there's been there's been a handful of those first losers, man. So don't feel too bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I'd be the first one that would have an army behind me for my groomsmen, but I just, I, I can't make it happen. <laughs> but uh, on that note, we are reaching up on an hour and 50 minutes, but uh, I'd like to thank you guys. This has been a lot of fun, man. I think this is a great way for us to kind of keep in touch and uh, just, you know, let the, let the world in on our fucked up thoughts and creative thoughts and just all around Shenanery. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's always always a pleasure. All right, man. Well, for uh, our second episode of the Weekly Apes Tapes, it's been great. I love you guys. And uh, anything you guys want to say before we head out? Handle your shit. Yeah. Take care of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Big juice. I'm out. Later. Uh, Later. Love you guys, man. Later. Love you guys. Peace. All right, guys. This has been the uh, second segment of the Mexican Asiatic Podcast. And that was uh, my family, Big Juice, Antoine, and Donnie. Um, We're going to try and do this every Wednesday. Going to be published. We record a little bit earlier. But, uh, we love you guys, and we had a lot of fun. So, cheers. Peace out. Later.